person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. This episode was recorded in the Old Town area of Leesburg, Virginia. I like puzzles and games, but I do not like being trapped. So my escape room experiences are usually a wild mix of fun and terror. And it was after one such experience that I had the chance to chat with the wonderfully unique Rhiannon. Enjoy. Rhiannon. Hello, Douglas. I'm still a little bit on a high from the escape room. I'm so glad. Are you enjoying your tea? I've got a lot of different kinds of teas for lots of different conditions if you need something different. I'm good with the oolong for right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's well, really, really good. If you want to get crazy, let me know. I think I do need to let myself settle down because I was in that moment in that escape room where I was like, we're not going to do it. We're not going to get there. Will we ever win? I know that thought was there. And I, I got to be honest, I've been to a lot of escape rooms. I haven't found one that can hold me. Honestly, I hope I didn't uh, go too far. We needed you to step up. There was <laughs> six and a half minutes left and we had one clue of a dozen. So did you know someone else in the group? Because I, 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 I'm I, sorry, I didn't remember you when we, when we first came in. It just looked like a good group. So I kind of walked in with you. Usually I do an escape room solo. Sometimes they frown on that. I'd be so intimidated doing an escape room solo because there's so much to figure out. And it just seemed to come so naturally to you. It is. It's very instinctive for me. I know I know how to leave. I know how to soar away. I wish I could say it was uh, STEM studies or intellectual, but it's no, I just get a feel and like, I bet the lock does that. Have you always had a gut instinct on how to get in and out of places? Oh, yeah. Especially wow. especially out. I got to tell you, my uh, grandfather used to say, take up bank robbery. <laughs> but... <laughs> But you did not. I did not. No. Okay. So did you grow up in this area? And is this is this your? I, you know, I kind of grew up all over the place. We mm. moved a lot. I feel the Southwest. I feel the East Coast. I feel the Midwest. The wheat blowing in the wind. I feel it all. But um, do you have a little bit of that traveler spirit in you? I yeah. do. I got uh, I got wanderer's wings in my heart. Yeah. Oh, I love that term, wanderer's wings. Yeah. But this shop, you own the shop or you I do. just run it? I do. Uh, I took it on. We vibed. It was not making a great profit. You know, teas and herbs and doorway beads mm -hmm. was not a great venture for a while. But... I had thought I'd entered the shop when I got through, went through the, the door. Yeah. And then I'm immediately met by a bead curtain. Yeah. And then I, so I kind of went through that bead curtain. I thought, oh, now I'm in the shop. But yet there was another, another bead, bead curtain, curtain yeah. after that. And then there seems to be just kind of like a fabric curtain after that. Kind of a gauzy fabric, yeah. Sort of a tool, you, yeah. You think you might lose some customers out of that? Like they, they're, they're confused about... We carry 3,000 kinds of tea. Someone who's not going to make it through a gauze curtain is not going to browse through the teas until they find one that's right for them. A little bit of a uh, customer filter then. Customer filter, right. Yeah. If, if they can make it through two bead curtains and a gauze wave... Maybe I don't want them, yeah. Catbird is the name of the store. Catbird. Uh, I think about like the catbird seat on a... Sitting in the catbird seat, yeah. yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that just on ships or is that... Baseball, too. We oh, baseball, about. right, yeah. 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 That's where sitting it comes from. Sitting in the catbird yeah. seat. Sitting in the, sit the old catbird seat. So you grew up traveling around or moving around? Traveling around, moving around. I always feel um, I, I'm enjoying this shop very much. Who can say when I'll leave it? I like... Uh, I'm such a I'm such a homebody. I'm always trying to pick up the vibe of people who 
are willing to move and are willing to go. That's beautiful. And the fact that you were willing to put that energy, some yin with some yang, some dark with some light, yeah, some uh, some fixed cardinal with some uh, moving, that's uh, beautiful. Air and earth, man. Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit about your life thus far, you know, some of the experiences and movements that you've had. Have you stayed mostly in the U.S., uh, your life? Mostly. A little bit of Canada, a little bit of Mexico, sure. North America, yeah. At one time, I flew through Canada all the way to Greenland and then across to Europe. And that was uh, an undertaking. You know, got a little frost on the fingers there, but um, so glad I did it. But then I was like, man, I got I to gotta get me back to the Southwest United States, man. I, uh, I don't know that phrase, frost on the fingers. That, uh, is that an old saying? Oh, yeah. You know, when you're fly- I'm sure pilots say it. When you're flying through the uh, Arctic Circle there, they go, yeah, frost on the fingertips. Yeah. Oh. You got to keep moving. It's chilly. Man, I, I admire penguins <laughs> because <laughs> they know how to keep warm. They took a different strategy than keep moving. But yeah. uh, There's a lot of reasons to admire a, a penguin. They there are. They just seem to make it happen. They do. They make it happen. We see them on land. That's not quite their element. You take some scuba gear, you go underwater, they're soaring in their own way. It's oh, just yeah. they're water soaring, yeah. Because well, they are a flightless bird, huh? They are. They're quite graceful when you get them. Uh, they can just kind of pop out of the water, and then they're just kind of airborne for a moment, and then they slide on the ice. A lot of sliding, a lot of... Um, waddling is, uh, they find it pejorative, so I, I try not to say that. But yeah, some slow bipedalism that uh, happens with them. I didn't know that they took offense to waddling. They do. It's, I mean, it's not, it's uh, It's more that it's a duck thing, ducks mm-hmm. own waddling and, and penguins. It's not that they don't like, of course I'm generalizing. Mm-hmm. It's not that the penguin doesn't like a duck or is uh, scornful of a duck, but it's a duck thing. Right. You know who I always felt bad for were geese. Boy, they do they get a reputation for being very angry, and they're kind of like these right. bigger versions of of ducks. They just seem to get a, a bad reputation for their anger, but they also don't seem to get any of the credit that ducks seem to get. Ducks, ducks get a lot of cute credit. Um, and I gotta say, the geese I have known, uh, you know, it's uh, that's like saying the Irish are hot tempered, mm, you know, because wow. uh, the stereotype that yeah, you can spend a lovely evening in an Irish pub talking and talking and never meet, but and much like that with geese, I admire their soaring. They go, they travel so far, but as a cultural thing. If you step into goose territory, who are you to get mad at them waving their necks and hissing at you? It's something that I, you know, I think a lot of people can't unhook the prejudice Mm. from themselves because we've been taught this, hey, ducks are your friends, your good old workaday folks. Sure. Swans are the aspirational thing that we want to become. And then geese are just these troublemakers in the middle. That old saying, follow a goose, but don't cross him. Yeah. And- I got to say, I got into a fight with a swan more than once in my life, and they, they're they the ones who should have the real reputation oh, for— Oh, really? Yeah. Just prima donna or— Yes, they are. Again, I don't want to get into generalizing, but— It's your experience. Yeah. They're not great-looking adolescents. I'll go ahead and say that. So they get treated badly, and then suddenly when they blossom, sometimes it goes to your head. When mm-hmm. you suddenly realize that you're a fundamentally attractive being and people cannot resist you— it's hard to get your feet back on the ground. Phew, really, you got to do some inner work. And so a swan that hasn't done that inner work, a swans and their necks. They're, I, I got it. All right, I'll go ahead. I'll get into it. Uh, swan necks are beautiful. Yes, you can make a heart out of them if there's two. Yeah. 
a long, oh, graceful neck isn't everything. Like, read a book. You know what I'm saying? There. So you seem to know a lot about birds or seem to have an interest in birds. You're, sure, yeah. I. Uh, did you name the store Catbird or was it already named Catbird when you... It was funny. It was called 10,000 Cats. It's uh, a fun image, 10,000 Cats. Yeah. It is, because they're so, you're never going to see two cats that are completely alike, um, not even from the same litter. So when you think about 10,000 cats. It's the uh, what came out in that, I forget who wrote the paper, but uh, that snowflakes can statistically and likely, there are duplicates of the same crystallization of snowflakes. Yeah. But you would not see it with cats. They said you could not have the same cats. And so you can't. That's, what, that's why today we say no two cats are alike. No two cats are alike. Uh, that's what I love about cats. If you pin them down too much or try to put them in a the box, they're like, you know what? I'm going to fade into the darkness for a little bit. And you can find another thing out about me. You can. You in an escape room is like a cat in a box. <laughs> they're, they're, they can't keep, you can't keep you in an escape room and you can't keep a cat in a box. Can't that, That's very funny. Schrodinger be, be damned. Schrodinger? Schrodinger? Schrodinger, yeah. Schrodinger, be damned. Yeah. That's a very mean experiment, by the way. If yeah. you, it, uh, I, you know, pick another metaphor, man. I understand what he was going for, but... I apologize. I o- Open the box. Yeah. yeah. Open the box of your life is what I say. Yeah. If you have a choice between not opening the box and opening the box, open the box. Like you wanted us to get out of that escape room. I did. And we were not going to do it. And you said... When I said, will you ever win? And you guys said, we're trying, uh, you know. We did. With with varying degrees of irritation. And I earned that. Yeah. But, and enthusiasm. And, we, were, we were a little bit beaten at that point. Yeah. And then I'm like, these are people who want out of their box. And if there's one thing I'm good at showing people, it's uh, sometimes you got to go. Man. Oh, boy. Sometimes you got to soar. Yeah. There was that moment you kind of just stood in the middle of the room. Your arms were spread. And you were just kind of almost like you were conducting. And you were like... <laughs> Janet, go to the Bible, you know, and she went over there and she found that clue. And You got to give yourselves credit, though. Janet didn't just go to the Bible. She flipped through like you were doing. You were doing what you needed to do. Once we got organized, you were calling out information. You were sharing what we needed to know. We all felt like we were being conducted, I think, at some (laughs) level by the. Uh, what can I say? I can I can spin a cipher. (laughs) So we're we're talking about birds a, a little bit, and it seemed like that's a. I was going to say metaphor, but it almost seems like it's an actual reflection of your life if you've been moving around and going to various been, places. Yeah, and... I, I wouldn't say I migrate because I I don't necessarily go back to the I'm not regularly back to the same place. I always love to I'll go. Oh, I feel my heart's here today. Yeah, but I uh, I like to be able to move around. Yeah, um, just uh, when I think of what where I'm going to travel next, I just I got to go skylarking sometimes. Just get out there oh, and yeah. and uh, really. Pick a direction, yeah. Or uh, what's that shiny thing over there? And then you start, you st- sometimes it's a bead, sometimes it's a, a pop-top from a can. That's from back in the 70s, man, but you can still find a pop-top oh, every yeah. now and then. That's a shame when people litter, though. It, it, it is a shame. Because yeah. you wouldn't want to, like, if you were a bird and you saw a pop-top and you ate it or something. Like, right. It would be horrible because yeah. you like, oh, I thought that was a, a fish. Or yeah. A, a, oh, my like God. A little... I can't tell you how many crows have come up to me. And it's embarrassing because they're very intelligent, but they're like so smart, right? Aren't they the largest brain to body? Oh, absolutely! One of them? And yeah. they they will hold a grudge for generations. Like they can they can tell oh, people who yeah. you are, but man, they cannot tell costume jewelry from the real thing. Man, we all have that thing that that's kind of like our blind spot or our weak spot, right? Yeah. And I guess with with crows, they get the, excited. Yeah, it's they, that shiny thing. It's a shiny thing. Yeah. And who's to say the fact that I cannot 
put that shiny thing into coin for you, who's to say it isn't beautiful in its own way as a shiny thing? Oh, man, this this is something I'm constantly trying to bring more of into my life. It is the way that I perceive something. It is the thing that I feel yeah. more than any of the things that I can touch. It's You recognize that it's beautiful. Are you going to be able to love it? That's an important question. Yeah. Is a cat bird a real type of bird? or Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. I know a cow bird. That's sure. a real bird. Yeah. They've got a bad reputation. A little bit undeserved, but, you know, let's just say I'm not going to argue with it too much. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Rhiannon, we don't need to make this a commercial for this shop. But <laughs> I do appreciate it, how though. How many yeah. teas did you say you had here? Uh, more than 3,000 now. More than yeah. 3,000. This wall... That's all German, right? I, That's I don't... all German. Um, some plants don't care what you call them. Some really do like to be like, hey, I prefer you use the native tongue. So, okay. yeah, that's the labeling there. Those don't seem to be names of plants. They seem to be German words, like I see Schadenfreude as yeah. a... You see, angst. Yeah, like I said, you can have a tea that makes you, uh, you can get a chamomile tea that'll soothe your digestion and make mm -hmm. you ready for sleep. Or you can get a parsnip tea that'll really dig in deep to your ancestral pain. When people come in here, and again, you have to decide, some people it's, okay, that's a chamomile person. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I need to look at what teas do they want. I need to balance that with what teas they need. And then every now and then it's what tea can you handle? I'm just kind of fascinated about how well you pick up on this, these things from, from people because... This does, this can't be something like, oh, he showed up in the shop and suddenly I had the ability to <laughs> pick yeah, up on people. It's fine have you had this your whole life? I have. You know, you just uh, – and everyone has it a little bit. Sometimes you're like – you meet someone you're like, I think we're going to be friends or I think we would be friends. And you just – that's a little bit of intuition. Or sometimes you're walking down the street and you're like, oh, that's – that's a person looking for a fight. That instinct, mm -hmm. and I've just always been attuned for it. And uh, you know, in my in my relationships, I if I'm ready for one, I go out and I'm like, that's someone who would love to love me. And that's uh, well, it's you not can everything. tell if that person would love to love you. Yeah. Oh, um, that's a, hey, that's a big thing that. You, oh, you should be an advice columnist if, because that's a tough thing for people. If I world. could put that in a tea bag, let me tell you, yeah, I would be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be a wealthy woman because wealth, uh, wealth puts you in one place, man. Mm. It really does. But I would, uh, I'd certainly have brisk sales. Love, yeah. you know, people talk about oh, this, the love potion or the ability to yeah. bewitch people or whatnot. Uh, you don't mess with that. I'm not going to mess with free will. No. Mm. And love is free will. It true love is yeah. There are substances that can make someone interested in you who wouldn't be. But why do you want that? Like that's not sustainable. At best, you're getting a Labrador retriever. Yeah. My tea, it'll work on your your inner self. Maybe maybe you need to heal some Catholic guilt so that you can make yourself ready for someone who's ready for you. Yeah. I'm definitely going to need time after this to unpack the love you to love me. Yeah. Or the perception of, are that is that person wanting to love? Here, let me, let me get oh this. Is, uh, this is... Uh, I'm not going to tell you all the ingredients, but I will tell you violet and rosemary. Uh, this is on me. This is on the house because I've really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, but you put this in a cup tonight. Heat it. Oh, you won't. You don't want boiling. You want just under boiling. That is a tea for unpacking a deep conversation. Okay. And just give yourself time. Put on music, but nothing with lyrics, man. Nothing with lyrics. Just uh, Have you ever been in love? I've had wonderful, lovely times with people. I don't know that I've ever... I've found people I vibed with, people I have 
happily intersected with for a while. Um, and and some sometimes a romance can be you know just a just a flight. Mm. Um, oh, that's a, that's kind of an interesting way to to look at it. Yeah. It's like oh, well, we took off, we were together for a right. while, and then we landed and right. Went our and there's ways. there is nothing wrong with it landing. Um, and I get you know go back to swans. They mate for life, and that's beautiful for them. Mm. I uh, yeah, I've never never been a swan, man. <laughs> I um, I love love when it comes to me. And I enjoy it. Uh, I don't think for me, yeah, I haven't found the person I want to stay in one place for yet. Um, I welcome it. I love traveling. I love little conversations like this. I don't know that I feel anything other than complete on my own. You feel most complete on your own? Um, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Here's the thing. Uh, a key lime pie. Mm, yummy. It's, yeah. You and, already have me. Any type of pie, you got me. <laughs> key lime pie, man. So you're at a restaurant and you see they have key lime pie and you think that's going to be a wonderful finish to my meal, no matter what my meal is. Mm-hmm. Right. But you don't spend your day going, man, if I don't have a key lime pie today, I'm going to explode. Or, man, I feel bad about myself because I am not currently carrying a slice of key lime pie. Mm. So, yeah, it's great when it comes up. Um, but I don't need to, yeah. And I if I did go through life having to consider my proximity to a key lime pie at all moments, right. I might feel boxed in by you that. You might feel boxed in. And and you'll have, uh, even for, even people who love you will say, what, what can you imagine someone say, well, don't you feel a little bit bad that you didn't find your pie? Oh, don't you feel, right? Don't yeah. you feel bad about yourself? Shouldn't you be looking for pie everywhere? Shouldn't you be... Taking a cooking class. And um, here's the thing. If you want pie, go out and find it. But don't push it on someone or who wants cake. I'm getting deep into this metaphor, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, uh, <laughs> it's. But I'm tracking with you yeah. mostly because it's about desserts and, and you're, you're going to keep my attention yeah. there. Have you ever had anybody try to rein you in? Or... Oh, sure. It happens. You know, uh, there's such a fine line between I would love to love you and... I need only you to love only me. And that, again, nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, people, uh, you know, I just fade away. (laughs) I don't fight. I just kind of dissolve. People call it, I guess people call it ghosting Mm -hmm. now. But it's, um, first you might just see my eyes blinking from the darkness. And then it happened one time. He said, hey, Rhiannon. And I was I was already on, and he was like, I thought she was right in there, yeah. Um, but you had already moved on. Already moved on. Sometimes I don't even pack a bag. They're very heavy. Here's the thing: people people do uh, pickup artist stuff, or they talk about how to how to make eye contact with people. If you see someone who you think they're shy and they want to love me, you get on a pony and you ride away from them, and maybe you let them catch you, maybe you don't. But I say, mm. I say. If you got the right instincts, let them catch you. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a it's almost a twist on if you love something, let it go. Very much. You're saying if you yeah if you're interested in something, make proximity an option. Here's the thing. Oh, talk about birds in the house. Have you ever had a wild bird like a sparrow or a starling mm-hmm. fly into your house? Yep, yep. And they freak out. I got to tell you, it's the worst experience. Like you can't even say how upsetting it is and you can't tell it like glass as a bird. Like what what's a window that's open? What's a window that's closed? Mm-hmm. And when you have to when you have to catch that bird in a dish towel and get it outside, yeah. The advice for the person who catches me is, yeah, you gotta hold me gently. Yeah, yeah. And for for crying out loud, open the windows and doors. Yeah. Right. Well, Rhiannon, 
Thank you so much for having this conversation oh, with me. Oh, my pleasure. I feel freer and lighter. I'm so glad. Just from talking to you. Yeah. And uh, uh, real quick. Yeah. Try to turn into an owl. R- r- right now. Just or? just see if you can do it. If you're in the if you're in the right mood, see if you can turn into an owl. I don't know. I don't feel smart enough to turn into an owl. Owls are actually quite stupid. Are they really? They are birds of prey. They are killing machines. They hear well. They see well. Man, owl cannot get out of escape rooms. I'm telling you that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey. All right. And I, and, and I didn't mean to suggest that you're owl level. I just thought you, you seem to have some owl energy. Well, I will try it right now. <laughs> That's good. That's... I don't know that it's good, but it's a dad yeah, joke, if, yeah, if anything. All right. Someone should knit that on a sampler. Yeah. Well, I'm going to attempt to become an owl yeah. right now. Yeah. Rhiannon, thank you so much for this conversation. My pleasure. I don't know if it was a fugue state or if it was a weird tea. I was an owl for a good hour and a half. I got a journal about that. See if see where I, that takes me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. You can help us amplify the anthem by taking a moment right now to rate and leave a lovely review for our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps others discover us, and we'd certainly appreciate it. Our show is completely improvised and produced by Douglas Sarine, a.k.a. me, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Allie Davis for having some fun with us as Rhiannon. Allie is a writer and improviser in Los Angeles. She performs with Pro Shakers at the Fanatic Salon and with Thursday at the Write-Off Room. You can find her on X and Mastodon at Allie underscore Davis and on Blue Sky at Allie Davis. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac that was voted one of Rolling Stone's 500 greatest songs of all time. You can find out more about that haunting tune in this episode's liner notes where you can also find a link to enjoy our eclectic Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify. You can find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Rhiannon. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about. Anthem of Life.